Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper. Our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Often on this program, we tell the stories of Harvest Baptist Church by featuring interviews with our members. Remember, you can join us Sunday morning, 1030 a.m. for message number six in our Growing in Grace series, Ephesians chapter five and the beginning of chapter six on our family relationships. Let's begin today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Chris. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you? Yeah, doing good. We're looking forward to being together again this Sunday, continuing on in a series that we've been working through on the topic of grace. And uh, if you've been a part of these messages, I think this will be week number five, week number six in the series. And we're going to be heading just a couple of chapters down from where we were last week in Ephesians 5, the end of the chapter, going through the first part of chapter 6. And if you're familiar with that part of the scripture, it's a passage about the family, husbands and wives, and then eventually talking about children. So last week we talked about grace and my relationships, and this week we're going to continue with that theme, but be a little bit more specific and talk about grace and my family relationships. And I think it'll be helpful and practical, real critical topic of understanding how significant grace is in in the life of each of our families. It's almost as though uh, every interaction you have in a family, if this is not a, a part of that interaction, you miss a lot of things in, in trying to have a, a godly family. Is that fair, Pastor? Yeah, we've been using terms like grace permeated, the aroma of grace, talking about having a grace face. So we want to come back to that out of the book of Ephesians and try to keep applying uh, what God tells us about this very important topic of grace and the spiritual gift that it is to uh, believers. Well, we also want to uh, talk to our guests today, and I'm sure there um, will the, these will be familiar voices to some of our listeners through the years. So why don't you introduce them, Pastor? Sure. It's really great for us to have Pastor Larry Nagengast and his wife Jackie with us today, and I'm looking forward to having them share a little bit of their story and then have the opportunity to introduce the burdens that God's given them and how he's using them both so effectively in the life of our church. So, Pastor Larry and Jackie, welcome. I'm glad that you're with us today. Great to be here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Tell me uh, about the things that God has burdened you guys for, maybe over the course of your lifetime, and and how God's used that in in, uh, kind of the direction of your life. Well, uh, Jackie and I both went into education from college, and we were blessed to uh, teach together at uh, Faith Baptist Schools in Davison, Michigan, for 36 years, mm. and five children. I was a pastor there in the church as well, and and we had a wonderful ministry there and grew our kids there and our family there, and our burden has not changed. We still love to touch eternity every day in the classroom. I get energy from the kids, and uh, we just came out here. It was kind of a transition year last year, and we came out to try to be a help. And so we've stepped in and in the ministry of the school specifically, but also the college. And, and Jackie's stepped into the ladies' ministry a little bit. And we have just loved 
being a part of Harvest, the church, and then getting to teach the kids in the school. We have a thousand kids from all over the world, and uh, we get to give them the gospel. We get to love them and encourage them and educate them. I have three great principals. So my son, Lawrence, my oldest, is out here as the high school principal, and that kind of connected us with Harvest in Guam, and that really led us out here. So we're enjoying paradise and enjoying touching eternity every day. That's a little bit of my story. Jackie might have a little bit to add to that. Well, like my husband mentioned, children has always been a great love for both of us. The Lord did that. And ministry has also been a great love as I was raised in a pastor's home. And so working with people and loving people is all I can remember since I was born. And I'm thankful for that because that's the only thing that can leave this world with us is people. And so thankful for the opportunity to touch lives. Like my husband said, he's able to do every day. I taught school at Faith Baptist Schools in Davison, Michigan for some years, third grade, kindergarten, and actually subbed in all grades, and really, really enjoyed teaching. And then when we left Davison, we had a little transition time there, and my husband was pastoring for a little bit, and I began working when ladies' ministries more than actually children's ministries at that time. And then as God brought us out here to Guam, he brought our, or my mother, my 91-year-old mother with us. So she lives with us, and Mm -hmm. that's primarily my concern as I am a caregiver for her. But along with that ministry, God's allowed me to work with the women in the ministry of Harvest as well. And what a joy, because these women are from all over, from so many different countries. And yet, basically, we have the same needs. And that's a need for God and for God to meet the needs of our heart. And so just being able to minister, work with them, as well as be taught by them and growing alongside them and walking with them all on different journeys, but all of us moving towards Christ-likeness has been a wonderful blessing for me here. And then also we have, um, well, maybe we'll talk about the kids later. No, why don't we go ahead, Jack? You're a mom of uh, five children. Five children. Is that right? Tell me about your children, where they are. and. Okay, uh, Lawrence, our firstborn, is here on Guam with us. He's been here nine years, and he's married to Lindsay. Lawrence is the high school principal, and Lindsay works in the office. And so what a privilege to be here with them and work side by side. He wasn't so sure he wanted his dad to come and be his boss, but (laughs) hey, it's worked pretty well so far, and we're thankful for what God did there. Also, the possibility that they will be adopting a little girl We're just watching what God has for them in that as well in the future here. So we're very excited about that. Our next child is Erica Joy, and she's married to a man named Caleb Hofler in Baltimore, Maryland. And they have been blessed with two little girls, Kensington 3 and Everly 1. And so Erica is a special ed teacher in a Christian school, and Caleb is working in finances and for our companies. So we do get to see them on occasion, and that's such a blessing. We're so thankful for them. And our next daughter, Annalise, is not married, but is working in New York City. She has been working there for a number of years in one of the campus hospitals in the cardiac care unit. And just this last few months here has transferred to a job working with liver transplant patients mm-hmm. now. So a huge switch for her 
and it's a real time of growth in her life as she's learning this new position and really walking with these families down a path with a loved one who needs a liver transplant. So this has been very eye-opening and a very good change for her. She's very excited about it. Our next child, Abigail, is here on Guam with us as well. She's going to be 24 soon. Abigail has Down syndrome, and I know we've talked about her, and she's been on the station before in previous years. But she's here working in the cafeteria, and we are just so, so blessed by her life, thankful for her. She is one that has taught us so, so, so much about what's really, really important in mm. life. And it's far different than what the world claims to be important in life. So we're thankful for her. And then our, our last daughter is uh, Hannah Noel, and she's just finishing her third year at Pensacola Christian College in hopes and preparation to become a nurse as well. And um, so she's doing well, but our children are almost through school and we're saying, woohoo! <laughs> We're almost done with bills, college wow, bills. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, you've done, uh, God's used you just so greatly at Harvest during this past year, particularly uh, in the academy, giving you 30, did you say 36 years of experience as an administrator and teacher? And uh, it's been so critical for Harvest during this season. Tell me some of the things that are your greatest burdens in education and, and how God's used that. We just have a wonderful staff of uh, folks that God has called out here, and our goal is to reach these kids for Christ, these students. We have wonderful parents who uh, obviously sacrifice to have their kids come to Harvest, and, and they love the English training, but they really look for the character and morals that they get from Harvest, and, uh, and they'll say that. We like what Harvest is doing, and of course that's rooted in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so we're really trying to give the gospel to the kids through every subject and through the lives of the teachers. And God has given us a wonderful staff of teachers that not only love the kids, but love the Lord and live what they're teaching. So it's been wonderful to watch it this year. It's my first year here. I've done in-service many times and been around the staff, but, but to actually be here day by day, it's been refreshing to watch. But we still, our burden is to reach our young people for Jesus Christ so they'll not only have an education but they'll have an eternity in heaven with God and that's my burden and I love to talk with the kids about the gospel about Jesus and his death for us and so we have conversations at lunch and in the hub and and in our life skills classes and those kinds of things so it's one of those um one of those things that separates harvest it mm -hmm. separates HCA and we don't apologize for it uh uh, because all truth is God's truth. And so we take the Bible as our foundation, we believe it, and we teach it, and we want to give hope to these kids past just a diploma or a college degree. We want to give them a hope that there's an eternity with God waiting for them. So that's my burden, to get that gospel out to the kids. So you've had a lot of experience uh, out here teaching in, in service and been a part of Harvest for a lot of years. But what has surprised you about being here you know, kind of year-round that's maybe different than, I mean, 35 years in the States. What's different about Harvest or about life on Guam and education on Guam? Oh, wow. Uh, well, first of all, I live in paradise, so I love the weather yeah. compared to Michigan. <laughs> it's been awful again this year, so I am so tickled to, to be out here weather-wise, which is kind of carnal, but, I'm but to see... <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but to see kids from all over the world 
uh, come to harvest. I mean, from all over Asia, uh, they they come here. They want an English education, of course. And so, even though I trained the teachers before, that that is what surprised me the the mixture of cultures that are here. So so you have uh, you have all the Asian cultures, and then you have uh, folks from the Philippines and and Hawaii, and then Americans that are here for whatever reason. And then you have the Micronesian population that's here at the college, and you and you watch this work through the week in the school ministry and the college ministry and then you get to see it on Sunday as we worship together and I know that's what heaven's going to be like it's mm-hmm. going to be all people from all over the world praising and singing God and and, and so that's what's been um, been I, I think most surprising is how many different cultures there really are and how many kids come and English so many of them English is their second language and their English is way better than my Chinese or Korean or or anything you know that I have and and to watch them work so hard on on their studies um, to get this education just I, I admire what they're doing in a language it's tough for them and then to watch just the effort they put in in and orchestra and band and practices and they come in at seven in the morning to play in the orchestra. I mean, the, the disciplines of the kids and their families is it's really encouraged me. But it's it's definitely different than what I was used to. I talked with a young family that had visited Harvest a few weeks ago, and then I talked with them. I think the next week, just asking them about their experience at the church and. He said, he was kind of looking at his wife, but he said to me, you know, we sat there that first service, and we hadn't been here. We didn't really know anything about the church. And uh, But I was sitting in the service, and I started looking around, and we were singing, and I leaned over, and I whispered to my wife that, I think this is what heaven's going to look like. Yeah, amen. And, uh, that many times. Yeah, it really is. People of all <laughs> nations and tribes and peoples and tongues worshiping God together. It is just a very unique place, a unique church. Thankful that you guys are here and the ministry that you're having. Uh, Larry, I also know you're involved quite a bit with uh, HBBC, with Harvest Baptist Bible College. I know that's a burden on your heart that's maybe a a new thing in some ways, but God's really using you and your gifts in that area. I have enjoyed, uh, they needed just some academic uh, help in in teaching and uh, becoming the academic dean in the college, and I was happy to to help with that and jump in. And so we got a catalog coming out. We organized the classes. And I just love seeing those kids trained to knowing that they desire to go back to their islands and teach and preach for the cause of Christ. And the places they come from, Pastor knows he just was at Yap and and Fice and how they must feel when they get off the plane and get at harvest and how overwhelming that can be you know, different culture. Now you've got academics that are expected of you, and I just watch the kids just jump in and, and love the Lord. And you know this when they sing, but I've enjoyed getting to know the kids individually and getting to know their names and being able to hear their stories. And I'm just always amazed at how they got from where they were to, to harvest. And it's just an amazing uh, credit to our God how he saves them and brings them here to train. I just love them. I love them. Jackie, let's back up a little bit to uh, ladies' ministry. It's such an important part of Harvest and 
and God is really using that ministry in the lives of a, a, a many ladies in the discipleship and fellowship areas. So if somebody was listening, a lady, and they were saying, man, I just, I want to know more about God, or I'm looking for some opportunities for Christian fellowship, or I, I'm, I really don't understand a lot about the Bible, but I want to learn and I want to grow. Uh, can you tell us about some of the opportunities that might be available sure. for them? Sure. I think, first of all, I would encourage them to be here on Sunday with us, Sunday morning in Sunday school at 930, and then in the morning service at 1030, and the evening services as well on Sunday. Um, but then we have some specific things just geared for women, and we would invite anyone to come out and be with us. Uh, one of my favorite times of the week is our ladies' Bible study on Thursday, Thursday morning at 10.30 in the conference center, which is downstairs in the church building. And at this present time, we're going through the book of Ephesians, and we're about halfway through, but we have visitors every week that come to Ladies Bible Study. And these visitors come from all over. So we've got a number of people from Japan and Korea and China and from the States and even from the Ukraine and just numbers of places around the world. But I think that's been especially a blessing to our ladies to know that there are some differences in our lives, especially geographically maybe, but there's a sameness in that we all need the Lord and we need his word and we need the truth and we need God to work in our hearts. And special opportunity we have at Ladies Bible Study is just to fellowship and then to share our praises and our prayer requests before the Lord. And we share them with one another and carry those prayer requests home during the week and the ladies continue to pray for one another outside of that Bible study time. And they'll tell and they'll share with one another, I've been praying for you. How are things going? And sometimes I, I think that's probably one of the greatest needs of women today is to know somebody cares. Somebody cares for me. If we know, have any knowledge of God, that he's our creator and that he loves us because he sent his son to die for us. But at the same time, he works through human vessels to be his eyes and his ears and his arms and his hands and his feet to minister love and, and even grace like we're hearing from, from you, Pastor, on Sundays. God uses us in each other's lives. And so for a lady to come and feel like I'm welcome, I matter, somebody cares about me here, just that in itself. And then we dive into the Word and we study the Word of God in the book of Ephesians is so rich and so deep, and there's so much we're drawing out of that book that's been a special blessing and a help and a challenge to all of our lives in our desire to be more like Christ. So if somebody was interested in finding out how they could get plugged in, they could call the church office, yes. and uh, uh, information could be uh, given to them over the phone. You might even yes. be able to call them back. but. Um, about where to meet and when to meet, and yes. somebody could meet them on campus and bring yes. them to the right places. They could also get on our website and just right. send a general information question, and that would come to the church offices. And so if anybody's sure. looking for information, we sure want to be able to be able to get you sure. connected with. And flyers in the foyer as well are available if they're here at the with church More details service. about yeah, ladies' so ministries. Places. Yes. Okay. Okay, great. Larry, actually both you and Jackie are involved in, uh, in some counseling ministries. And I know a lot of our pastoral staff uh, is involved in counseling. But just tell me a little bit about your burden for that and, 
and the opportunities that people might have just to kind of work through struggles that they're having in their lives. You know, sometimes when you're old, people just think you know stuff. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, the point is that God does have the answers in his word. And mm-hmm. so when folks have needs, and Pastor talked earlier about some of the family needs we have, and it's just a grace permeating their home that's gone for whatever reason and uh, helping them through the word of God see the truth and uh, and then helping them make things right with God and with each other and uh, but Jesus is the answer and so counseling is is really helping people come back to Jesus and helping uh, them understand the word of God and and how God can help them through whatever struggle or trial they're going through. And, and I love that. I love that opportunity we have uh, to just to help folks see the Lord and see his word and get some help for the areas that they struggle in. So often people will move so far away that they wonder if they can get back. Mm-hmm. And it seems hopeless. And yet our privilege is to meet with them and share with them there is no helpless case there is no sin too big there's no trial too great but that god's grace and his wisdom and his strength and his presence cannot meet and so this the opportunity to bring them back to where they got off track where things started to shift and go wrong bring them back to that place and make things right right there and then help them take the next step on the right road with God's help so that they can continue to move down that road away from where they've been and move to greater joy and peace in their lives, mm. what they're searching for. God can give that to them as they come to him and walk with him. There's hope. There's always hope. Mm-hmm. There's no hopeless situation. No. We often talk about the idea that Christianity is not something that God gives to us in order to remove all trouble from our lives. I think some people are confused about that. If I become a Christian, then all my troubles are going to go away. And that's not what the Bible says at all. It's certainly not my experience as a Christian, probably not yours either. But what the Bible does say is that Jesus will be there with us through through the the trials. And that's a very different picture. And you're right, sometimes it just... In fact, all of us at certain points need people to come alongside us and point us back and uh, point us to some places in the scriptures where there is hope and help and healing. So we're thankful for your ministry in that way. And um, and again, if if somebody's uh, listening and say, boy, I just got some things I'm trying to work through and I don't know where to turn, um, Jesus is the answer. And if we can help you, uh, point you in the right direction and walk alongside you in uh, your spiritual questions. We certainly want to be able to do that. Well, I know that uh, one of the things that people figure out pretty quick, and I've watched in both of your lives, uh, people know if you care about them. And I've watched that in the lives of our students at HCA and a lot of our families and, and individuals at Harvest. They know that Pastor Larry and Jackie care about them. And because of that, they trust you. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Thank you for your faithfulness to God, your faithfulness to his word. 
And we're praying that God continues to bless your ministry as you serve alongside the team here at Harvest. Thank you so much, Pastor. And thank you for listening to this edition of Harvest Time. Of course, we'd like to personally invite you to services this weekend at Harvest Baptist Church. Uh, You can meet folks here that hopefully could be a help to you. And of course, you'll enjoy the services. 9.30 a.m. is when we start, and we have programs for children and adults both. You can stop out at the kiosk right in front of the auditorium if you have a question about something. Folks there would be happy to help. You can join us Sunday morning, 10.30 a.m., message number six in our Growing in Grace series. And remember, this one is about our family relationships. If you ever need more information, you can go to hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.